Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y for 6736. I feel like I know y'all way more than I'm supposed to know y'all. That's how I, I feel listen, about a mean too. I listen to a lot of Cinephone. What's your favorite one, Juju? Oh, shit. I don't know, actually. Juju's nice way of saying, like, Maze, I know all about you, bro. <laughs> right. I, I, exactly. Maze, I know all about you and your molesting ways. Oh, my God. <laughs> but. You think you know. A, <laughs> a million ways to die in the West. That shit was fire. <laughs> That was a good one. Because that movie Thank was you. good as fuck, too. Thank you. <laughs> Black History Month. <laughs> Save my two Americas comment for another month. <laughs> this is the longest Black History Month ever on Cinephobe. <laughs> Started mid-January and it's going to run until... Uh, <laughs> well, until hey, March. I could not imagine spending three hours on something that I didn't like after <laughs> 10 minutes. You don't like it. You are a weird individual to keep watching. What are you, nuts? You dedicated a week of your life to dislike something? Get a hobby. Knit something. Go for a walk. Previously on Cinephobe. How am I supposed to go back to the me before all of this pain? Excuse me. We're new in town and we've never had sex before. Would you give us a hand? I would have rather seen his cock. Out of way, Bobby! This episode in this movie 
exist. You bet your sweet ass I saw a lawnmower man. Oh, Teddy. I'll call some guys from my neck of the woods. We're not talking, Brooke, about a couple of queens who know a few grapples. We're talking about Polacks that don't have a goddamn future. You have a stupid heart and a stupid brain. Regular Einstein. You think I'm a coward? You're wrong. I'm not a coward. You're the coward. I'm not a coward. I love cocaine. I do it all the time. I'm sorry, you guys. I don't mean fag like homosexual. I mean fag like retard. I got nukes shooting out of my dick right now. I've got so many nukes. Dick nukes. I mean, look at this buffet of ass. Mouth to dildo, dildo to ass, ass to ass. Hi, Brant. Anal bees. I'm the goddamn talent, Maze. Look, Gene, I've never told anyone this before. My head! But I can suck my own dick. And I do it a lot. 1038. This movie is shit. You don't know shit. Holy shit, bro. I had the same note, too. I swear to God, both of you guys are the biggest fucking liars in the world. Howdy, howdy, howdy. You should have saved this for the train. All right, don't worry, Ben. Lisa, solid. Oh, I mean, why don't you just be like a regular person and dream about regular threesomes? Like cones. Give me some soul, kisses, oh. baby. Hey, beautiful. Like, oh, dang. Oh, oh. <laughs> I can't indulge this comparison to a person that me and may or may not know in a movie that has nothing to do with this podcast. That's some 20th century shit, bitch. We will tangle ass. Say hi to your mother for me. And you will lose. What's the end game? Okay, now everyone's dead. What is fucking Spence from Ballers? Who cares what the end game is? Garbage! I am proud. <laughs> The podcast where we break down the movies you're afraid to admit you love. I'm Zach Harper. That's Amin El Hassan. That's Anthony Mays. Reminder: Patreon.com/slash Count the Dings get all of our exclusive content. And if you can, hop on to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star review, say something nice, or say something mean. Just leave five stars. I don't really care. And if you have a submission for Cinephobe, submit it. It needs to be forty percent or lower on Rotten Tomatoes for the audience or the critic score. We're still in Arnold month in March. So this week we watched the 1996 action drama thriller Eraser and for Eraser. Yeah. Action drama thriller. What do you got? What do you think? Action. Action. Just action. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, take it up with IMDb. This isn't my call. IMDb has got a poor, poor shooting percentage on these, in my opinion. We've got a very special guest. I mean, you heard the voice in the cold open, so I don't know why I'm pretending that we're just revealing it now. And it's also, it's it's in the description also. It's in the description. Yeah, there is no surprise. It's the genius behind the Levitard show with Stu Gott's social media accounts. Stream the album Dark Nights on Spotify. It's Juju Gotti. Oh. What's that? (laughs) What's that? We should bring that back. We are. We, we do it on the pod we like five times. It's back. Juju, how's it going? How's life in in the pirate world? It is very scary. God damn it! I am nervous every day. I am hoping that this pirate ship finds land soon. Amen. Hey, let me just say that. Hey, fucking man. Let me tell you. I've been rowing. I've been on the. I've been on the ocean. I've been in the bottom of the damn uh, boat. 
and I've been rowing my ass off. I can't wait till we find an island. I don't care if it's a desert island. No. Juju, let me tell you, there are some hopeful barnacles thinking the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. That's what she said. (laughs) Hello. Eraser stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, another legendary run during this time for Arnold. True Lies and Junior in 1994, Jingle All the Way in 1996, and then Batman and Robin in 1997. Everybody, chill. (laughs) We also get Repeat Offender. I wish I knew how to quit you. James Caan, whom you may remember as the priest, and that's my boy. This movie comes between <laughs> Bottle Rocket and Bulletproof. Oh, yo, Bulletproof. Bulletproof. <laughs> we get Vanessa Williams in her second major movie after The Pickup Artist in 1987. Right before Soul Food. Ooh. That combo is her breakout, right? Because she was still a pop star at this point. Yes. Yeah. Was she on TV at this point or no? No, it was just all like music videos in her IMDb. And Mary to Rick Fox. And of course, she's Miss America in 1984. Was she on also- the Prince yet on this one? Oh, that's right. She she played the sports writer. Right. Uh, remember, who's pregnant in the limo in the yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air? You telling me she had three acting roles in that whole time? She's pretty good. Uh, wow. Was she? It's Black History. Was she? Oh God. Couple more days, Maze. <laughs> Couple more days. James Coburn is in this from the Nutty Professor and Snow Dogs. Uh, <laughs> rap- <laughs> Not not to be confused with Snow Patrol. (laughs) Robert Pastorelli from Beverly Hills Cop 2, Striking Distance, and Murphy Brown. James Cromwell from Deep Impact and Space Cowboys. And we get John Slattery from Mad Men. Cromwell coming off his all-time heat check late in his career, Babe. Then he rattled off this movie, People vs. Larry Flint, L.A. Confidential, Deep Impact, and The Green Mile. This is James Cromwell's late 90s run here. And then Slattery... My only question was, will he have white hair in this movie? Mm. He's like Steve Martin level getting the all white hair at a super young age. Yeah, he wasn't quite there yet. He was gray. He wasn't white. And he's like 34. We also got a repeat offender, Zach. I wish I knew how to quit you. Billy Bedlam from Con Air. Nick Chinland. Oh, yeah. Who, of course, was in Mr. Magoo. Hey, uh, mate, while you were talking, I just remember one thing. It was the middle of the pandemic. And depression was at an all-time high. And you made me watch Cats. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Thank you, Juju. Thank you for speaking up for the people. Sorry, but keep going. Yeah, man. It's Black History Month, bitch. <laughs> Hasn't it been better since you got that perspective of how low it can get? No. Absolutely. I like that Juju sit there and then, like, hearing Maze talk. He's like, that's the motherfucker that made me watch Cats. <laughs> <laughs> like, it all comes together. Like, wait a second. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> we could also uh, fill in Troll 2. One of the best podcasts we've done. It was it? <laughs> Wasn't it? it? <laughs> Takers? Did a vote? <laughs> Ballistic X versus Sever? I just listened to that episode again this week. Ballistic was a banger for us. The guy in the in the alley who gets yeah. the gas. <laughs> no, you oh. broke my nose. I know. <laughs> Eraser was directed by Chuck Russell. Repeat offender. I wish I knew how to quit you. Chuck directed Nightmare on Elm Street, The Blob, The Mask, Scorpion King, and a repeat offender after directing I Am Wrath. Wow. Wow. Three writing credits on this one. Tony Perrier, Waylon Green, 
And Michael S. Chernuchin? I don't know how to say that name. Chernuchin. Chernuchin, sure. Tony per year led me down quite a rabbit hole, guys. Because this is his only movie credit. Yeah. And so I'm digging around trying to figure out just exactly who this man is. And on his own personal website says he became the first African-American writer to create a $100 million <laughs> plus summer blockbuster. And you look at a picture of Tony per year. He's white. We either have a soul man situation <laughs> or we have a victim on junior situation brewing here. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know a white man when I see it. That's a white man. <laughs> Whiteman. And he also says that he's written films for Mel Gibson, Oliver Stone, Jerry Bruckheimer, and Will Smith, but none of those are on his resume. No, he's a liar. That's dope. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you could just say these things. And say, it's the yeah, internet. Man. You can say anything. <laughs> yeah, I made training day too. I was you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard of me, baby, but yeah, check the internet. Tony gets screenplays and story credits. He wrote one episode of a show called Street Time and one episode of Queen of the South. Waylon gets screenplay and story credits. He wrote War Games, RoboCop 2, and a bunch of episodes of Law and Order. He also wrote The Wild Bunch way back in the day. Yeah. And he was a producer for Hill Street Blues, NYPD Blue, ER, Law and Order, and Law and Order Criminal Intent. Yeah, he's got money. 20th century bitch. 20th century bitch indeed. And then Michael gets story credit here. He wrote two episodes of 24, a few episodes of Law and Order, one episode of Black Sails, I mean, eight episodes of a show called Rogue. And there were extensive uncredited rewrites from Frank Darabont, who wrote The Blob for Chuck Russell, and also famously Shawshank Redemption created The Walking Dead. He didn't write Shawshank Redemption. Let's just... He directed, <laughs> sorry, he directed Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> William Wisher Jr. did Terminator, Terminator 2, and Judge Dredd. And John Milius, at the personal request of Arnold, who did Apocalypse Now, The Hunt for Red October, and Clear and Present Danger. Do you think if you've done Terminator and Terminator 2, you have to get permission from Arnold to work on Judge Dredd? Well, he was supposed to do Judge Dredd. Oh, really? Arnold was supposed to do Judge Dredd? He opted out of that one. Was the character's name Smart John man. Dredd? <laughs> they just call Arnold John in every movie. John Kimball, John Kruger, John Terminator, John Terminator. <laughs> Synopsis for Eraser: A witness protection specialist becomes suspicious of his coworkers when dealing with a case involving high tech weapons. I mean, that feels like that happens late in the movie. He's not suspicious until he's on on the plane. Spoiler alert! Sheesh your callback right there tagline for eraser he will erase your past to protect your future i mean that's a good tagline accurate hey. 100 million dollar estimated budget that's it one tagline that's it i mean they nailed it yeah All they right. got it on the first try what else do you want mona lisa 100 million dollar estimated budget grossed 100.2 million us 242 million worldwide arnold money printing factory right there before we jump into this movie and listen to the reviews eraser at least for me was on demand through at&t tv so i i watched it on the tnt app and on the tnt app it says three days remaining which means by the time you guys hear this oh. it'll be long gone so sorry it's a rental for you assholes or it'll be on like hulu or netflix or some shit who knows maybe maybe someone else got the right that's true i amazon primed it like a dick, like a dumbass. <laughs> hey, at least you didn't Amazon Prime the wrong movie, Juju. Welcome to the Rental Wars, Juju. <laughs> yeah, Rental rent Wars initiation well, you gotta, deleted. You, it made me rent the wrong movie, and then I rented the right movie, and I didn't need to rent either. 
That's the worst part. As a matter of fact, Anthony, you owe me uh, like six ninety nine, bro. <laughs> for that cash. Wait, did you buy? <laughs> I fucking around and bought the cash. That's the fucking <laughs> bad part. So you just always have a digital copy of cash. No wonder you hate me so much. Oh my God, I, it's all your fault, bro. You have cats forever. This is the worst way to start a sentence. But the first time I saw cats, I was in a movie theater and I was really high. I did not enjoy the experience. Imagine being depressed during a pandemic and watching it. <laughs> oh, I know. Idris Alba, you idiot. Why did you take this? Keep. I'm sorry. Made you only two ninety nine. Continue. <laughs> Eraser receives thirty eight percent from the critics on fifty reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Thirty nine percent from the audience on over one hundred thousand ratings. Nobody liked it. Arnold is just. Hugging the 40% barrier. I mean, would you like the positive or the negative reviews? Sorry, Zach. I'm looking at the Instagram of the woman I stalk, and Jesus Christ. (laughs) (sighs) Give me the positives. You're not even paying attention. doesn't matter. All right, positive reviews. (laughs) Mina's gone. Mina's lost to Instagram and scouting for the next 25 minutes. Guys, let me know when 444 hits. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to post this. (laughs) You're going to, aren't you? You're going to post something at 444. You fraud. <laughs> Posting it. Fraud, fraud, fraud. <laughs> wow, everybody's just thinking about the negative. Well, I think the glass is half full. Everybody thinking it's half empty. Mike Massey returns from Gone with the Twins. <laughs> Define the boundaries of realism by walking a fine line between amusing and obnoxious always seems easy for Arnold. I mean, it is kind of accurate, though. <laughs> he does like that line. Spot on. Gene Siskel, Chicago Tribune. Eraser is totally meaningless summertime entertainment, but it means something, I suppose, that it has been done so well. It doesn't sound like positive either. No, it doesn't. Richard Corliss of Time Magazine. Welcome back, big guy. (laughs) I never left. Corliss Williamson? Richard Corliss Williamson. Michael Dakina of TheMovieReport.com. This fucking fraud. You don't get the song anymore now that I find out you're a racist. (laughs) Explosions? Stunts? Big guns and Arnold. That's what's a okay. A H hyphen N U L D. I don't know what y'all refer to it as, but he displays the behavior of someone who whacked it to this movie. <laughs> you know what? He might not have been the only one. Rob <laughs> Thomas of Capital Times, Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> Second rate Arnold, but entertainingly over the top. I'm trying to sing the song that's Rob Thomas and uh There's no uh, way you know the lyrics. The man with the guitar. What's Carlos his name? Santana. Santana <laughs> guitar. Are you fucking kidding me? The man with the guitar. The man. I couldn't One of the remember greatest the... guitarists of all times. Oh, uh, the man with the guitar. I can't remember the song. I can't remember the name. I just can't remember. I just. None of that sound was accurate. That doesn't sound at all like it until the forget about it part. None of that. None of that was accurate. Jeez. You should have just let it sit silent after he stopped saying it. Like, Does he not say it or else forget about it? That was the only part that was right. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you were singing the right song until then. I thought you were doing like a B-side cut for a second. I thought she was hurt. <laughs>
My legs are very, very badly broken. Oh, my nose. Smells like I'm going to try to stand up. Victoria Alexander of filmsinreview.com. I'm a Schwarzenegger fan, except for the comedies. What? Is it just me or does Victoria Alexander, like just the name makes me think of what was the rich girl in the Archie comics? How old are you? 20th century bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the Archie comics. Long before Riverdale. Archie comics were paper. You held them in your hand. Two Americas. And it's the flipped Americas. How did this work? I don't know those comics. You know, read Archie comics? I'm sure I did when I was fucking four. Did they make their way over to the Sudan? They did. There you go. Motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> Motherfucker racist ass. <laughs> Black History Month. You don't get to ask questions like that. But I was right. James Rochi of Netflix. Khan's character is great. Robert Pastorelli's ex-wise guy is enlisted to help and provide a little stereotype comic relief. And Arnold makes a mid-air exit from an airplane that makes for one groovy action sequence. I'm calling bullshit on this guy because I've never seen reviews on Netflix. That confuses me as well. We've had a couple of them. Is he like the, the writer dude who said that he wrote for Jerry Bruckheimer and all that <laughs> stuff and he's also black? <laughs> he's gonna say that, yeah, I write for Netflix. If you right now started tweeting out stuff I, like, guys, just got a job at Netflix, I'm reviewing movies, and just wrote movie reviews and put Netflix in your bio, how many people do you think would just go along with it? I think Most they would. I, and also, like, it just hit me that, like, if this guy's lying about being black, then of course he's going to lie about any movie he's done. He'd probably be like, I wrote Citizen <laughs> Game. Been around forever. Black don't crack. Just hit, you, huh? just hit me. Kevin in La Forest. No. Of Montreal Film Journal. <laughs> On La Forêt? Okay. This movie's plot isn't extremely clever or original, but what I care about is that it's fast and furious and that director Chuck uh, Russell knows uh, how to craft a kick-ass action scene. <laughs> he said it. He also said kick-ass. Ha! Ah, the cage. Rick Groan of Globe and Mail. Oh. <laughs> the bang for the buck ratio is high enough to appease even the thinnest wallet. What? Future callback on that. <laughs> Robert Roten of Laramie Movie Scope. Eraser is not great movie making, but it is fun. Steven Rhodes of Internet Reviews. The funniest action what? picture this year. That dude's in witness protection. Internet <laughs> reviews. That's what we do. We review things on there. And then user reviews. User George M, five out of five stars. Six bags. Some CGI gators, some treason, and some EMP rifles. Forget mm. these erroneous ratings. Eraser was a kick-ass thrill ride, and I suspended my disbelief throughout the whole thing as Arnie dispatched many a bad guy as the eraser, John Kruger. It actually does have some cool action scenes and kind of gets lost toward the end where it loses some cred. Whatever. Arnold is kicking ass, and that's all that matters. Accurate. Arnie or Arnold? I like Arnie better. User. Blank. Four and a half out of five stars. Amazing movie, but not recorded in HD on the Xbox. Very disappointing. Charter and PS4 it is. Why I'm not buying it? One of my favorite A-Ron movies, too. Mm, deep. User Tanner B, four out of five stars. Eraser, 1996, three question marks. Slam bang action movie with cutting edge effects, explosive action, and characters that make sense. A witness protection specialist vows to protect a female witness safe no matter how much of a target she is. Cartoonish, perhaps, but tons of fun just the same. A must for action fans. Available on Netflix. It's not available on Netflix. Cutting edge? Cutting edge effects, which... I don't know about that. Disagree. That CGI is not good. 
in this movie. That's the funny part, because I was going to say, yeah, maybe. Then I remembered the guy just said he watched it on Netflix. So, yes, absolutely no. Might I remind you guys, three years earlier, Jurassic Park came out. User Robert A., four out of five stars. It's an Arnie movie. What more is there to say? There's tons of action, bad guys, and James Caan acting his butt off. Oh, yeah. There's yes. also crocodiles. Oh, yes. Is it going to be on Cinephobe? He said it. He's got to be on Cinephobe. <laughs> Negative reviews. At this point of time, my thought on critics not liking stuff is, then turn it off, you fucking weirdo. You have so many options. People who watch an entire project to hate on it, man, it is so weird to me. Brian Costello of Common Sense Media. 90 Schwarzenegger action movie is extremely violent. I mean, yeah. Well, hold on. Right. Oh, you know what? I was going to use some 20th century bitch type of slurs to attack this person. Then I realized, you know what? <laughs> That's not appropriate. So I'm going to say, grab whatever products might be beholden for someone whose stomach isn't strong enough for some good old-fashioned action. What? Mm, put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> underdog (laughs) and bilson of daily telegraph uk oh here we go hold on let me get a cup of tea in my hand right massage me uh the stunts even show stopping ones such as our man throwing himself out of a plane without a parachute and landing on a car without sustaining injury have an air of desperation about them shut up in the words james Caan at the end of this movie to vanessa williams shut up Right. <laughs> I love the way he says TV Guide. Big budget action filmmaking at its dullest. Oh. Ron Gonzalez of eFilmCritic.com. It's the sort of plot you've seen so many times before that you forget exactly where you've seen it before, though you know it probably worked better then. That's bad writing. Shut up. Time out. It's a movie constructed around three or four self-consciously cool episodes and passively entertaining as such, but... There's also an awful lot of uncool contrivance, coincidence, and contempt for the audience. Fuck you, timeout. <laughs> Chuck O'Leary of Fantastica Daily. It's just by the name. Which one, Chuck O'Leary or Fantastica Daily? All of it. <laughs> Everything. James Kahn is good as the heavy, but the movie degenerates into routine comic book mayhem. Comic? So this was pre-people giving a shit about comic book movies, right? Oh, gotcha. Right, right. That's what I'm wondering. John Wirt of Advocate, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I feel like this is going to be the Wirt review we hear. Schwarzenegger delivers big action, big stunts, and high-tech suspense, but Eraser ultimately fails to thrill. I wasn't disappointed. (laughs) I was thrilled. Luke Y. Thompson of New Times. It's a little better than the god-awful script it was based on, but not by much. Not awful. Drag on onto love of (laughs) rex.arts.movies.reviews. Hold on. Not drag on, not that. Oh, <laughs> I was like, use the steps. <laughs> Do my little run this far. Oh. Yes, oh. they direct that. Uh huh. Black history, man. We get to do that. Yeah, we do. A film that didn't need much effort to be erased from viewers' memories. Ah. Mm. Ah. Kenneth Turan of Los Angeles Times. Arnold Schwarzenegger tries his hardest to look formidable forbidding and stern and eraser what he mostly looks is tired he did look a little tired i'll give him that yeah, he looks like he he's did. been doing nothing but press junkets stab in your hand and your thigh and just walk away from that i've got notes on that 
All right. <laughs> that sounds like a black lady's inner synopsis. Like, he was tired. He looks tired. <laughs> <laughs> Janet Maslin of New York Times. Even for escapism, this is on the crazy side. And then two more. <laughs> Christopher Knoll. Not Christopher Nolan, but Christopher Knoll of filmcritic.com. Is it just me or is Arnold Schwarzenegger's accent getting worse? I think it is, as is his acting ability, as well as his choice of films to star in. Racist. Xenophobic. And then last one, user Jake C. Two out of five stars. Why say something as stupidly inscrutable as your luggage when see you later, alligator, was right there? Oh. It's a crocodile, you dick. I mean, what is your first note? I wrote this note, and as soon as I wrote it, I said, there's no chance it's going to last this long. But it did. My first note is, tell the eraser story one more time. I'm going to take y'all back. Maze, give me the heart. We're going back in time. To summer 1996. Whatever was the hot song at the time, he's just graduated high school. Me and my boys were like, yo, Friday, let's go to the movies. Cool. It's opening night for Independence Day and Eraser. And we looked at the two posters and we looked at Independence Day and it was like the big ship and it's over New York City, over the Empire State Building. And my boy said, this is dumb. All they got to do is land and that's it. They just killed all of New York City. This can't be a good movie. Let's go watch Eraser. I remember literally two things from Eraser. I remember one scene and I remember walking away saying, that was fucking amazing. I'm so glad we watched this. And the boobies <laughs> let out at the same time. I remember seeing all the people come out of the Independence Day Theater and like, y'all dumbasses spent 10 bucks watching that shit. <laughs> like, I was just like, yo, just wait a couple weeks when this is the number one movie in America. Yes, the racer. It took me literally three months to watch Independence Day. Three months? I watched Independence Day like in September of 96. <laughs> when the guy says the best budget for the fitness wallet, he was talking about me. I'm up with <laughs> Like, he's absolutely right. We were like, all of this entertainment for only 10 American dollars. Like, we, we're lacing up boots. We got documents. We're zipping up a jacket, loading up some technology, loading the clip, burning the documents, wrapping up some wire. Puts a blade in his belt buckle, I think. He's just holding loose bullets. <laughs> documents are still burning. We got latex gloves. Oh. We got a watch ticking. I've said, fuck, this is a secret agent credits montage, and the documents are still burning. Three minutes went by, and I have no idea why why it took three minutes to get through that little montage there, but now we're rolling. Some (laughs) dude is getting the shit beat out of him so bad that the puncher broke his hand. Dousing the place in gasoline, they're pouring it on a woman. Door opens slightly, and a gunman walks outside to check it out. The guy who walks outside to check it out was sitting around just admiring his friend's work. Like, he literally was <laughs> sitting yeah. while everyone else is beating people up Chilling, and pouring man. gas. Right. He just with a smile on his face, like, yeah. With Listening face. to Das Amore. <laughs> it was. <laughs> also, <laughs> not a single person had a hesitation in pouring gasoline on that woman. What do you mean? Beat the <laughs> shit out of a dude, I get. But, like, I that's feel like they pretty knew. savage. It's the job! They knew what the job was. Zach, you don't get into this business. You don't know what the job is, man. They know what, what they're here for. But also, listening to that some more, because I didn't realize it at the time, in retrospect, holy fucking shit. This movie joins Gotti and Last Action Hero as Italian American League. Y'all might want to lodge a, a complaint about this. <laughs> All of a sudden, that wire that was wrapped up just pulled a guy to the roof by his neck. 
Matched his ass. Get over here. Oh my God. Johnny says uh, to shoot him quick, and the bad guy says someone no, wants a souvenir no, first. It. Fuck you, just do me quick. Tension. Oh boy. Yeah, there's a lot of tension on that wire. They want to cut out his tongue. There's a bad guy who's now in his third cinephobe movie. I don't know if you guys noticed the henchman getting chicken out of the uh, fridge, but he was in Money Train and he's in The Departed. And the only reason I recognize him is because he plays a prominent role in future cinephobe, Too Fast, Too Furious. He got killed with a fridge, though. <laughs> he did get killed with a fridge. The <laughs> fridge door just being slammed on his head from Arnold Schwarzenegger, down, who's in a ninja getup. <laughs> I wrote down textbook roundhouse kick. Followed by a perfect neck snap that JCVD would be proud of. Bad guys fire guns at him. He shoots one. Barrel rolls into the room. <laughs> sweeps the leg of the other guy onto the glass coffee table. And I wrote the note. I refuse to get a glass coffee table because of this. Facts. I'm worried about someone falling on it or getting thrown onto it. Having to pick that glass up is awful. I don't right. even have a coffee table. That's how I live. Right. The life. Arnold breaks his neck with a forearm. It's like the myth. On Predator, when him and Carl Weathers gave the dap, remember yeah. on Action Jackson when he like shattered the pool stick on his elbow on his arm. That's right. Arnold That's was right. like, "Nah, I'm finna kill a motherfucker with my forearm." <laughs> That's true. That is true, man. That's that is some one upsmanship right there. He tells Johnny, "Close his eyes, don't move." He pours fake blood on him and the woman. Oh boy, he doesn't say that. He said, "Close your eyes." Who are you? <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Don't move, you're dead. <laughs> dead. Takes a picture of them, needs the clothes, the ring, the watch, IDs, everything. Pulls two full corner bags to the house. Just got those on deck, man. You always got to have some corpses in the back of your car. It's not even that. It's just like the neighbors didn't hear the gunshots and the guy <laughs> dragging corpses from a car. Two-pound corpses. They throwing them on their shoulders like damn sack of potatoes. I mean, he is Mr. Olympia. Like, he's, if anyone could, could do it, I think he Not could do the it. Italian guy. The Italian guy is Mr. Meatball. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Are you saying he's not strong? Are you saying he's a linguini? Ling Linguini? Zach, I care about you, man. No, so that's what she said. Keep it moving. <laughs> Pulls the dead, the dead bad guys out, sets up a fake shooting of them, calls the police. Then he lights the place up, and the three of them run outside. That's a dangerous game to call the cops that soon. <laughs> Especially, you don't, you have two people who don't know what they're doing with you. They yeah, hesitate you at all. You didn't right. brief them on the plan or nothing. No. You just called the cops and just expect, expected these people to do the right thing. Right, and the cops had to see them doing donuts in the middle of the street and driving off. They was hundred percent because they speed away in a station wagon, but they peel out and the cops pull up right behind them. You need an audience. That's what you noticed. All I was fixated on was y'all remember back in the day, like not even that distant in the past, when people used to ride three deep in the front seat. Twentieth <laughs> century bitch. Oh my god, it's such a twentieth century bitch moment. And I just looked at it. I was like, oh, she's sitting in the middle. Yeah. Like, you can't even do that now. Mm -mm. But they yeah. used to do it all the time. Bench seating. Mm -hmm. So where you go. U.S. Marshals are there to protect them. They switch cars. Arnold says they'll never see him again, but he'll know every move they make. And no, no, no. The creepiest black guy I have ever seen in my life. He says, smile. You've just been erased. The woman delivers a horrible line. The horrible Italian line. guy says, you need anything? 
Just let me know. Easy, honey. I don't think he wants to be pen pals. Johnny C got busted because he went back to a restaurant in the old neighborhood. He just loves Osobuco so much. Couldn't stay away. Yeah, the Can't days before Uber Eats. <laughs> before Uber Eats. 20th century, bitch. Go to restaurants want that food. Arnold's walking in DC with a trench coat. Big ass trench coat. Into the Marshal's Department of Justice. Fed asks him to look at some licenses. One is fake, the others are real. He picks out the fake. Who the hell is that? I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Lazy right uh-huh. They don't even know who he is. That's <laughs> such a big deal in this <laughs> witness protection security system. We are in the WITSEC database. It moves corpses dental records to Johnny's records as oh, James Conn walks in. With a stylus, baby! Drag and drop. A lot of bells and whistles on this government portal. <laughs> like the WITSEC protection thing is flashing, and I'm like, there's no chance. They, st- <laughs> they took all that time. Catwoman Police Department budget going. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Jimmy Conn walks in, and Ooh. from the moment he appears on screen, acting his ass off. Assless. <laughs> the, the definition of no cheeks. Zero cheeks. The facial expressions. <laughs> Everything was just oh, perfect. Man. Although. He was smoking a bogey like a cigar. Oh. He was smoking a cigarette. <laughs> hey, I love it, yo. I. Yo, Juju, in, in the short amount of time I smoked cigarettes, I still do points in my life. I used to smoke them like that. I would hold them like that <laughs> just to be cool. I thought I was cool. That's what you thought was happening? Oh, my God. 20th century, bitch. I thought I was on top of the world. I've always been very confused by James Conn's hair. I just don't <laughs> understand it. Does he have a hairline? Does he not have a hairline? I don't, I don't know. Under- Since Godfather. Right. It's confused me for decades. Future callback. If God was as forgiving as Witsec, hell would be one empty joint. God doesn't have our court system. God asked him about breaking into a morgue. Someone once told me that improvisation is the heart of field work. Think it was you. And then Khan gives a little U.S. Marshal exposition, saying that was the old mm-hmm. days. Now you got Congress breathing down their backs. And then we've got some banter alert, guys. Banter? Oh, yeah. John, that was good work. I had a good teacher. Bullshit. I had a good teacher. You had the best. You had the best. Oh. <laughs> oh, I hit that banter stamp. I wish there was like a actual rubber stamp that I could dip in ink, fucking smash on my screen. There's a WITSEC file that is unique just to her. She's a real bona fide, honest person. We get some file exposition here talking about her job with Cyrez Company. The key wit is in the hottest scandal since Iran-Contra. Coburn is the WITSEC position chief. <laughs> and there's a lot of the next position. Coming up. The security guards are the freshest security guards in the history of security guards. They got those satin blazers. The jackets. Satin. <laughs> you saw that, the Juju. <laughs> I'm like, man, I wear that shit. The first thing I noticed, I'm like, look at them fucking jackets. Them bitches are hard. Goes down tomorrow. Sting is in place. She's all Arnold's. Only he and Coburn will know her location. Serious players in Washington, D.C. that could be badly burned because of her. Status. Prepare to erase. Next shot, Vanessa Williams. And I wrote, underrated. Properly rated. Oh, no, she's underrated. Properly rated? Get the fuck out of here. She walking up like Pam Greer on that one movie across 110th Street. All the movies. Right. <laughs> Foxy Brown? Right, yeah, Foxy Brown. That's how she walked up. Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. See, yeah. Maze, now you owe me $12. You got me a grand with you. <laughs> I do like the idea of a maze fine system. Feds are watching her in her office. She puts Hold an on. earpiece. 
my man with the binoculars. <laughs> my man grabs binoculars. It's like a cartoon character. The binoculars were like telescope size. And he's got this look on his face where his mouth is over like, yeah, he's definitely jacking it. Of course. That's John Slattery, and he's got salt and pepper hair. Camera in the brooch. One of the cops was a guy from Harlem Nights, the one who said he called his wife, and he was like, hey, I ain't coming home. You know what I mean? And and went with Sunshine. Future cinephobe. Exactly. Future cinephobe. She's in a highly secured area with a station that she signs in for 10 minutes max. She gets into a vault where they bought the combination. How do I look? And my man, the black cop says, not bad, Miss Cullen, with a creepy smile on his face. Not bad for an amateur. And I wrote, tension. Can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Misogyny. Misogyny. They lose transmission in the vault. She's copying files at this massive workstation. Mini disc. I miss mini ladies of discs. Ridiculous robot arm jukebox computer thing. Yeah, they look like the future, man. Right. Also, Vanessa Williams has on the biggest wire in the history of wires. She may as well just have a camcorder on her shoulder and just walk through that. It looks like the wire joke that they make in Starsky and Hutch. Right. Like all the surveillance equipment. When she walked up on the security guard, I thought he was going to say, damn, that's a big-ass brooch. <laughs> There's plans for a Magpulse prototype gun. They're being copied to the disc. She needs to hurry, but decides to copy one more disc. Always got to make a backup. She hides it in her makeup, walks out. Security's there to take her to Mr. Donahue's office. What's up with the security guard's mustache or lack thereof? Like, he's got this weird, my mustache is, I shaved my mustache, but I kind of regret it, and now I'm trying to grow it back. It's like he put James Conn's hair on his mustache. <laughs> on a mustache, yeah. yeah. It's a callback, callback. I didn't know you'd con do that. They try to figure out where the office is. She says 25th floor. He says, I know where it is. <laughs> the next position. Donahue has footage of her immediately. He says, we're way beyond bullshit here. Who are you working for? I should ask you the same question. I used to think it was for the United States government. James Cromwell, fresh off of Babe, acting his ass off. Acting his ass mm. off. Meanwhile, the feds say, shit, we're dead. I was like, nigga, you? No, she dead. She's the one in the office. What a man. You can drive off. We're dead. Oh, now it's we, huh? This isn't the Red Cross. We make weapons, things that kill people. The government isn't willing to pay the price for them. It's my job to find somebody that will. And she says, I didn't know treason was part of the corporate strategy. Oh, the next position. She got a lot of balls. Easy, easy, I mean. Finds a camera and wire on her. She says she's working for the FBI and they're watching right now. And then he pulls a gun on her. You! Have no fucking idea! How could you do this to me? I hope you understand, Lee. You leave me no choice. He puts the gun in his mouth and blows a fucking cannon through the window behind him. And it shatters the window, and the papers start flying all over the place. Apparently, this office was like on an airplane or something, because everything was sucked out. It was the pressure. It was more wind than the fucking jet. I was like, yeah, damn, it might be on the 3,000 floor. There, there was more 
pull out of the window there that when the door opens on the airplane at 30,000 feet, she hurries out of the building. Security tries to stop her, but an agent in a rolling van scoops her up. And I wrote, do you think you could scoop up an adult like that on the move? No chance. Not a chance, right? There's no way. I'm literally hitting them. <laughs> and then yeah. driving. Right. Juju's strong. Like, Juju, I think, could could scoop somebody up. There's no Juju way we could do it. Juju, you're not scooping nobody in a van, are you? You can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. That was, that was a hell of a scoop. That's where I really gained some respect for the federal agents. It's like, damn, right. you teach him that? I mean, it's Vanessa Williams. Right. That's, that would make me even more nervous. Oh, uh, <laughs> FBI's question of Vanessa Williams, and she's mad she wasn't protected properly. Operation didn't go as smoothly as they hoped. Cyrus is selling weapons technology, and that's high treason. Is there low treason? Because Ned Stark would like to have a word. (laughs) (laughs) They need to now think about her safety, and that's when we cue the freight elevator and the way Arnold walks off that elevator lift with the brown leather jacket. Woo! (laughs) I don't know. I thought he looked tired. Somehow that felt racist. Arnold is her personal security, and he's taking her step-by-step through her new identity. John Slattery was supposed to explain it to her how volatile the situation is. That's not doing their jobs, you know? She's willing to testify, but that's it. She wants to go home. She wants to go home. FBI. Why do people yes. always want to go home in these scenarios? Yo, like, you could send me to the fucking moon for yeah, all I I'm care. Not I'm not going to I get killed for this shit. Like these motherfuckers really believe I'm gonna go testify and I'm gonna go hit up McDonald's and get a McDouble afterward. Like, no, man. Hey, my note for this one was this hoe is an idiot. And like period. (laughs) 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 The FBI's pissed, they're worried they may need a seance to get her testimony. And Arnold believes they misled her, and I wrote this guy is a stand-up guy. No, this is something I noticed in this scene, and then for the rest of the movie, it kept coming up. He says, it's a lot easier to put her ass on the line than yours. Way he says yours, yours, than yours. And then every time he says yours for the rest of the movie, I put yours. Yeah, he says yours, yours like like British people say Jaguar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yours. Some guys bring evidence to the FBI. It's an unmarked envelope with replacement disc for what Vanessa gave them. Espionage. Chicanery. This clerk immediately knows what it is. He's already on the payroll. It goes all the way to the top. Maze, are you kidding me? All the way to the undersecretary, which I've learned was a thing. It's me. Your music has arrived. Vanessa gets home that night. She has an amazing home. Jesus Christ. That Cyrus is paying, man. (laughs) Sell the highest bidder. Meanwhile, it's a stalker upstairs. Uh, taking a bath well so she has extra disc in her possession and she has the loudest computer in the world that is louder than the the printer from soul man 20th century bitch (laughs) oh my god what is allowed back there they're tracking her computer they restrict her access as she's trying to look at the disc calls her friend claire she walks from her old ass computer to an old ass phone that's right next to an old ass television and i never felt more 20th century bitch than in that (laughs) entire scene right there the only thing that could have made it more is if she mailed a letter <laughs> this woman that she calls is in the movie disclosure i think we need all of our listeners to go to rotten tomatoes right now go to disclosure 1994 with michael douglas and demi moore and leave a one-star review okay because this thing is at 41 percent for the audience score just to sell you on this action where you need to go leave a one-star review for disclosure the movie is about demi moore sexually harassing michael douglas Amin will not be able to handle this movie, okay? Amin handling a woman sexually harassing a man in a movie. 
I'm telling you, you have to go leave a one-star review for that. We have to get this down to 40%. We'll review this movie four times. We'll do a whole month out of it. Uh, it's going to be a whole review, disclosure month. Let me just say this. If we review that movie, disclosure is going to be all over the floor. Her friend is a journalist. She wants the story, but Vanessa warns about people listening. Then they all give the info that she shouldn't be giving. The next position. She hears someone in her house. And it's Silk Cozart, who plays Daryl. You may know him from White Men Can't Jump. The security guard of White Men Can't yeah. Jump. Yeah. Fresh Prince, Saved by the Bell, 16 blocks. He's been in it all. Also, 16 blocks isn't close to qualifying, which I found surprising. Mm. Comes down the stairs and wants to know why. She wants to know why he's there. He doesn't live there. My next note, these two would make an amazing looking person. Like, they would have... What? How is that racist? I don't know, but it doesn't sound right. Their child would be, like, that's the best looking yes. person in the world that they could create. White people imagining what black people's baby will look like. Because that's what slave masters used to do. They used to pair together, like, that one, and that, oh, the, that strong buck and that strong lass over there. They'll create the super slave. That, no, that's how I white think people... the Mendes making kids are going to be incredible, too. Yeah, you never said that, though. You said about two black people. Because Ryan Goss and even Mendez aren't in this movie. Mm, if they I were like, on the screen at the scene, just three more days, Zach. Just hang in there for three more days. Amin's right. You know he's right. We have to move on. There you go. Thank you. Nah, you know what? what? All right. <laughs> I'm protesting the rest of this month. <laughs> Someone's charging up an EMP gun. It's got that green X-ray vision on the site. You can the see the liquid scene she's I- drinking. This is the only scene I remember from the movie. Hold on. We need to talk about Daryl showing up. Apparently, they broke up three <laughs> months ago. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's breaking and entering. He took a shower? That's a stalker. That's romantic, guys. He got her robe on. <laughs> way too comfortable. <laughs> the whole time, it means just thinking, I don't get the problem. What's the, what's the issue? This is normal thing. like. Would he rather be sweaty and dirty and stinky? No, I'm doing you a favor. Zeroed in on her heart. As the trigger's about to be pulled, a van drives up to the house. Massive balloon delivery from Let's Party. He thinks she's seeing someone. Doorbell rings. Arnold pushes through. Get down. Get down. Get down. Gets smoked by this blast from the rifle. Oh, my God. Oh God. <laughs> One bullet hits him in the chest and flies him to the back wall. And sticks him in the wall like Martin. <laughs> so what you get, Daryl? Should have accepted that the relationship was done, my man. The gun is blasting through walls. Really? And I wrote, if you're Daryl in heaven, are you thinking like, man, of all the days for me to come in and just uh, right. show up unannounced. Could have done it any of the previous three months. Right. Yeah, I love how long they take to calibrate this first shot, and then they are just teeing off. Well, no, the cover's blown. You gotta just fire. (laughs) Firing recklessly. Shots as they go through the air. I wrote that it looks like ghost ejaculate. And you can just clip in Larry David and Leon. What kind of stain was it? Ejaculate. What? Ejaculate. Ejaculate. Not ejaculate. 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 Come stain. Come. Come stain. 
what kind of cum was it, first of all? I, I, what do you mean, what kind of cum? Cum's cum? Cum is not cum, Larry. Cum's cum. Well, it couldn't have been mine. You know why? Because I get mine, Larry. I bring the ruckus to the ladies. One of the shooters look like Mankind Mick Foley, the main shooter. <laughs> and the other shooter was in, in Rush Hour. He was one of the cops, the one with a scar on his face. Literally in the credits, his name is Jay Scar. Oh, <laughs> Jay Scar's got a good, good rapper name. Mick Foley threatened me on Twitter once, so. What? Oh, yeah, you, you got into it with wrestling. He I threatened to put the sock in your mouth and shit. <laughs> was in the sock. <laughs> All right, they're hiding behind a fridge. The site can't see through that fridge. So the other bad what? guy launches a bomb into the house that sits upright <laughs> with just the most confusing CGI. <laughs> this Mexican jumping bean lands in the house <laughs> as the bean wow. earlier, Whoa. three years after Jurassic Park. <laughs> it explodes a million drill bits. Taylor. <laughs> Shrapnel goes flying, which Arnold blocks with the fridge door, but one of it goes through his hand, sticking it to the door. He eats it. He doesn't make a sound. Yeah. He finally pulls his hand off from the nail. His hand has to be ruined for the rest of the movie. Like, he needs surgery. Right. I would have died right there. That would have been the end of my movie. Let me tell you something. I, I once accidentally stabbed the webbing between my thumb and my index finger with a knife and it, the knife was stuck in there i still How? have a little scar from it i How? still have a little i was trying to open something with a knife and it slipped okay <laughs> and so just from that right it like it didn't go through it it didn't like go through the other side of my hand or anything like that it was just stuck in there i pull it out and for the next week my hand like was almost unusable so i became a lefty that day and I couldn't like grip. I couldn't grip anything. Let me tell you, couldn't grip. <laughs> but and the left so, could. Huh? <laughs> the left was doing a lot of gripping. Very so, liberal. No, liberal it was gripping. a liberal use of the left hand. Let me tell you. And so, like, he had a drill bit go through his hand. Right, and he's just like fine. He took it like a G. He oh didn't even win. God, <laughs> he starts was, leaking gas into the house. What are you doing? Thermostat to light a fuse. What are you doing? Lighting a fuse. (laughs) They start sneaking out as more bad guys come into the house. Fuse lights, house explodes, and the bad guys get blown out the windows. All speeds away with (laughs) Vanessa in the van. Vanessa is not acting her ass off here. They just tried to kill me. She's not killing it here. I said, (laughs) I said, duh, nigga. They just had a whole meeting dedicated to you need to lay low, and you stormed out. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go home. Yeah. Also, he's like, there's a first aid kit in the glove box. First aid kit? You need surgery, motherfucker. (laughs) He seemed really mildly annoyed that she noticed the hand. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have a scratch on my hand. Get the first aid kit. Don't make a don't make a a federal case out of this. Oops. (laughs) Then she starts talking, and that maze is when I wrote with exposition program. (laughs) Oh, major of an exposition. As she explains that it's electromagnetic pulse, no conventional bullets. Oh my god. Not even supposed to be available. It's the rail gun. 
Arnold says Navy has been working with them for years, but the smallest one he's heard is no smaller than a battleship. And I wrote, tension? Can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Aluminum rounds that travel at the speed of light? Yeah, those. What? <laughs> that sounds the speed of light. Also, he says railgun, but God bless the heart of whoever is doing the, the close captioning. Because oh. they typed it R E L L, railgun. Oh, no. I don't know what That's another future callback. Vanessa does some getaway exposition explaining Cyrus is connected everywhere. Defense. CIA, NSA, even his people for all they know. Arnold's going to hide her until the hearings. Nobody will know where she is. Only him. He says to trust him. He's still shitting on the FBI. <laughs> Left and right. So anti-FBI. Some guy calls the <laughs> Undersecretary of Defense. And there's some guy, it's Sam Hinkie who calls. <laughs> Put it back up. He told her that he was putting her with Maylene. She was hiding out from the Yakuza. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Oh. I, have no, I have notes. Juju, I got notes on that thing. First, we got to see Sam Hinkie talking to the undersecretary. He tells the under, undersecretary. They know about the reporter. They break the desk and he's got to meet with the Joint Chiefs. But the undersecretary yells. He's like, get the duplicate. Like, he's doing a, he's doing a Christian Bale Batman impersonation, right? Whatever it is, Jerry. Where's thou? I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> Phone records were checked. It did talk to the reporter. I think you know what has to be done, he says. And I wrote, what if he gets that wrong? What if he just like gives her a stern talking to? What if he doesn't pick up on the I go kill that person? Hey, Miss Isaacs, not cool. Not cool at all. <laughs> Very disappointed. Did you take care of the reporter? I sure did. I let her know who's who and what's what. <laughs> Arnold is burning all of Vanessa's credit cards and IDs. And, it's and everything she has. And he burns a baby pick. And I said, what does burning a baby pick accomplish? I'm going to erase her from existing. Yeah, he's the eraser. Is that the only picture of her out there? She's fine as hell. I guarantee all pe- all kinds of people have pictures of her. People she's but never her, met. Her sweatpants are high-waisted. I'm talking about them shits was right under her titties. <laughs> <laughs> she says it's everything she has. He says what she has is in her heart. Nobody can take that. They're going to try. What you are is in here. We'll stop them. <laughs> I tell my kids when they complain about not having things. But everything you need is right here. It was like a comedy movie how I thought they was about to kiss by the fire because nope. she got up like over his head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whoa, you thought they were going to kiss. Instead, they did exposition. Fireside exposition <laughs> goes off in this scene right here. Oh, boy. Vanessa used to have nightmares about dragons. And I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I had the same thought as Juju because I wrote Arnold is praying for some tension here. Right. I feel like he was trying to create some tension and she's just like, no, we're not doing this. He walked over and was like grabbing for her chest. And he just grabbed her chain and was like, oh, yeah, this is St. Peter or some shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, St. Oh. George. Also, I thought that was going to come back at some point. Never did. <laughs> yeah, I thought the dragon shit was going to come back, too. Right. Yes, yeah. my Never this whole scene, maybe. Arnold takes Vanessa to a woman's apartment. It's almost as if somebody else wrote this scene that wrote the rest of the movie. He renames <laughs> Vanessa to Deborah Elliott and has made some cards for her. 
he gives her a credit card. She wrote, what's my limit? He says, it's not a license to shop. I want you to lay low. And I wrote, women be shopping. Women be <laughs> shopping, boys. Yes, they do. What's up, Cinephobiacs? Or Cinephobe listeners, or whatever you want to call yourself. If you're a listener of Cinephobe, maybe you're just calling yourself a CTD fan. I don't know. That's not the point. We want to tell you about a fun new thing we're doing every Thursday on the Stereo app. Stereo app is a live social conversation app where you can be a co-host. You can be part of the conversation. You can just listen, whatever you want to do. But what you can do is support us and have fun with us and interact with us on the Stereo app every thursday for count the dings we're gonna have cinephobe content we're gonna have mailbag content we're gonna have after shows for the cinephobe episode that just came out that week you know we put stuff out on wednesday thursday night boom a cinephobe after show talk about all the stuff that happened in the recording all the stuff that maybe we couldn't say you'll get an exclusive right there on the stereo app and it's easy just download the stereo app and follow me at stereo.com slash talk hoops follow amin at stereo.com slash Darth Amin. We're all on there and we're all going to have these fun, interactive after shows. It's like a live show, but it's on the Stereo app. And the way you can really help us is when you go to Stereo.com slash Talk Hoops or Stereo.com slash Darth Amin, make sure we're the first show you listen to. Again, we're starting it this week, every Thursday. Download the app, download the Stereo app in whatever smartphone store you got and come check us out as the first show you listen to Thursday night. You're going to help us out. You're going to be able to get some extra content and we're going to have a lot of fun. It's a lot of interactive. Talk to us, ask questions, make fun of us, whatever. And we'll talk about how much we hate each other from that week's episode of Cinephobe. So make sure you hang out with us on Stereo.com slash Talk Hoops, Stereo.com slash Darth Mean. Follow all of us. Get notified every time we go live. Let's have some fun like it's a live show, baby. That's the scariest shit to tell somebody like, hey, I'm going to put you with her. She hiding out from the Yakuza, right? But it's all good. This is it's cool. Her name is Maylene. Like, that sounds like I'm going to die tomorrow. The Yakuza? Yeah, couple, yeah you don't fuck with Yakuza. A couple of things happening in this scene. First of all, we get the action movie guitar sting. As they're walking through. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're walking through what's clearly, as Family Guy would call it, Asian town. It looks like the exact same Chinatown set as King of New York. This is where we could disappear. And I said, wait, the only white man and the only black woman in this entire neighborhood, that's why y'all going to disappear? Your name now is Deborah Collins or whatever her name is. Debbie? Deb? I said, what would be your witness protection name? Mine would be Alejandro. Alejandro what? Watkins. <laughs> yeah, no one would. <laughs> You'd blend right in. <laughs> Mine would be a name that we said earlier today. I mean, Cincinnati's pal, <laughs> former ABA All Star. There's a guy named Cincinnati's pal from 1967, 1975 in the ABA. <laughs> My name would be Mandrew Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nickname action <laughs> I mean what would your name be for, for some reason I just I'm, I'm picturing this conversation going like the fantasy conversation in uh, Family Guy where always <laughs> says I'm a this with this and this and I mean just going and I'm a black guy <laughs> <laughs>
Jericho Jackson. Jericho Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He gives her a gun, says if he pages 911, go here or some shit. Everything goes well. She won't see him again. She says, thanks. He says, Thank me when it's over. And I wrote tension. He gives her the gun and he says, if everything goes well, commit murder. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> Like, what? She's not going to see him again, but he works alone, so where is she going to go? <laughs> That's a great question. Gabe dude a beaver? <laughs> the Undersecretary of Defense is on the news talking about the Cyrus hearing. He's confident they'll be vindicated from the mismanagement of funds. Now Arnold's in a restaurant being watched. And Jimmy Khan comes up with his confusing hair and joins him. They're meeting outside of his normal channels. Khan waves to the tails. Khan says he's got a serious problem. Someone's been murdering their witnesses three in the last 48 hours. There's a mole inside Witsec. Didn't break cover. No way anybody could know all three of their locations. Arnold believes there's a mole. High-profile federal cases with international ties. He needs Arnold to join him on a jet. Arnold says, I work alone. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Today, buddy. But you also work for Witsec. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you're not. What are you talking about? This is your boss. You're not hey. Iron Man. Like, you can't choose to break away from the Avengers. Like, you work for the fucking yeah. government. Hey, nigga, you got bills. Like, we pay you. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like, you still, you still pay taxes. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> CIA escorts three teams, and they're one of them. Reporter was killed. That's when we meet Deputy Monroe. Peeled her like an onion. Peeled her like an onion. Oh, no, no. You, you, you forgot. He says, we got to go pick them up. But we got to do it together. That's coming from the top. And he says, fine. We do you as first. Check you out. <laughs> as they're approaching the plane, he's got the tiniest sunglasses ever. <laughs> <laughs> 1990s, bitch. Yeah, that's 1990s right there. All right, young agent meets Arnold. And then, then we get the other agent who I said only does plane movies, this and Con Air. Yeah, it's Billy Bedlam. I know it'll never get back. This motherfucker, the young agent, reminds me of... <laughs> that's the fucking kiss ass. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get yeah, off my good. dick. So this is Danny Nucci, who's coming off Crimson Tide and The Rock, and he was about to be Leo's friend in Titanic. You ever get tired of babysitting scum? Yeah, but in your case, I'll make an exception. Oh, well, he says, yeah, but in your case, you are case. You are. You are. And he says, who does this guy think he is? And James Conn says, he thinks he's the best guy in the game. I think he's right. Try not to piss him off. Banter. Yeah, give us a banter alert. Arnold loads up the weapons and they're in the woods. Arnold and Khan taking the front entrance, looking for the blonde witness. So in the middle of protecting Vanessa, Arnold just gets on a plane, <laughs> flies to God knows where, leaving her with an old woman in Chinatown. But he's the only one who knows where she is. That's the system. Because he works alone? For us to process. And he almost got his head blown off, but this idiot henchman didn't remember to load his gun. And he got shot by James Khan. Mm-hmm. Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah. When you're just like, ah, I finally get Arnold one on one. He's not facing me. I get to shoot him. Wait, oh fuck! I knew I shouldn't have procrastinated. <laughs> I was reading this Archie comic. <laughs> By the way, he lo- he loads his belt with a knife before they go into this. I said, oh, so that was his belt in the intro. <laughs> yeah, so who else would it be? What? Also, right before they go in. They passed the picture of the informant or whatever they're supposed to be saving. And I wrote, 
I feel like they could have looked at this pick on the flight as opposed to a quick glance before they walked <laughs> yeah. in with their guns out. <laughs> and just the warm of the truck nearby. They see broken glass on the cabin door. My next note, Arnold is elite at holding a handgun with one hand, but I don't yes. buy it when he holds it with two. Didn't look convincing at all. Because you can't get like all of his muscles compacted to get his hands together. Uh, yeah, it just looks awkward with two, but with one, him going through like clearing corners and stuff, I'm in. I'm completely in. His hand on something else, like a knife or something. Oh. That's what she said. I feel the tension in the air. I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. That guy almost takes him out. But James Conn <laughs> saves him. Arnold, not clearing any corners, he just walks down the middle of a hallway. His lumbering ass is just clomping around. Well, what the hell is this guy doing just, like, hiding behind the door? Like, what is this guy's move? I don't, I don't know. He traps the guy in the door, stabs him through the chest through the, through the door. He stabs him through the door! He shoots another guy with a shot. He stabs with one hand, and then he shoots with the other hand, and his arms are fully crossed. <laughs> Khan hears the woman held hostage. Bad guy says, you're early. And Khan says, you're late and shoots him in the head. Arnold gets shot at. He runs into a room, pretends to go out the window. And then as the guy checks the window, Arnold comes swinging down from a beam in the room. And I wrote, <laughs> he was just hanging. Fuck was he? He was just hanging. Like the dude walked in the room. And did- <laughs> How do you miss 260 pounds of Austrian beef hanging on a beam? He broke the window. So obviously he jumped out of it, right? Kicks him out the fucking window. <laughs> Comforts the witness, grabs the dead bad guy's gun, and then shoots her in the stomach. Then he's pretending to give her mouth to mouth, suffocates tension. her. Whoa, dude. He's tension for real. Oh, boy. Can you feel the tension in the air right now? Chill out, squints. That's not how mouth to mouth goes. Put his tongue right down her throat, man. Her hand twitched to die, I thought was believable. I like that. I thought she did a great job there. Going back a little bit. The guy who had her hostage, when he got shot in the head, he acted his ass off until he hit the ground. <laughs> Arnold asks, why send five men to kill one woman? Why? <laughs> the raspy agent plants a photograph on the bad guy. It's a pic of Vanessa. She yours? He takes the picture out of his pocket. He couldn't have been it. more obvious. He couldn't have been. Puts it in her pocket and then pulls it back out again. I'm like. Well, no one was paying attention to you. You could have just said, yeah, I found this. Yeah. You don't even have anybody else find the picture. You just find it yourself. My boy, Mike, when we were younger, Mike was the only one at a car, right? Mike would do the, you know, cut across the gas station when you wanted to make the right turn, right? Just cut across the gas station and keep going. But for some reason, because that's illegal technically, right, to, to do that, Mike would do the, I need some gas. And then as you roll up the gas station, oh, you know what? I think I can make it. And you'd say this out loud. I'm like, you think there's someone here like wearing a wire? Why are you testifying to nobody? Just do it, man. It's the same thing. It's like, who are you doing that whole thing for? Like, oh, no, no. I found it in the pocket. Like, nobody's watching you, bro. You guys just got up and said, oh, I found this. Because call her now. Arnold says she's in Atlanta. He looks a little suspicious. That was the Back funniest the- shit in the world. I laughed. I paused the movie and laughed for like that look? one minute. Look because he asked her, where did you send her? And he said he sent her ass to Atlanta. That shit was just funny to me. Like, he said, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like what's like, believable? Like, oh, okay. Black yeah. history, yeah, mother bitch. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> Right. He and didn't even ask the like, oh, of course he said it in Atlanta. Of course, yeah. I get it. Nobody, nobody wanted to You're ask like, any further questions. Yeah. Right. 
Now they're back on the plane. Arnold grabs a bottle of water out of an ice bucket. Khan gives the raspy agent a can of Pepsi from elsewhere. Product placement. He checks with the young the young agent about first time being under fire. Monroe says it was terrible at the same time as exciting. Arnold says he's natural. Khan says it's like a drug. You get hooked. There's no turning back. I'm like, is that what drugs are like, Nancy Reagan? <laughs> 20th century bitch. Arnold is woozy. He looks at the bottle of water. Khan looks back at him. Arnold gets to a seat. Acting his ass off as this poison is taking control of him. Oh, my goodness. Arnold pages Vanessa. She grabs her shit, the gun, and bolts. Khan sits down next to Arnold. Monroe asks why he joined Witsec. Is something wrong, sir? Kiss ass. Oh, my God. I'm so glad this kid dies. Spoiler alert. Uh, Arnold knows it was Khan. He passes out. Khan pulls a gun on him and takes Arnold's gun. Numbers were clear. They track it to New York. Kid wants to call Witsec. That's procedure. Says, you want an evaluation? Evaluation? Bang, bang. A plus, kid. Bang, bang. Acting his ass off. Then he asks for a wet nap. Yeah, and then he's like, clean this mess up. 20th century, bitch. Yo, you <laughs> produce the dead body. You clean it up. I don't clean. I'm not clean. Okay, you clean it up. Boss status. Oh, God. What's Billy Bedlam for if not to clean up dead bodies? Arnold wakes up on the plane. Khan asks if he's confused. He reaches for his gun. Khan shows it to him in a plastic bag, says he killed the kid. It makes him the mole. Arnold struggles through uh, saying, makes you a murderer. Khan <laughs> calls himself a businessman. Very, very serious businessman. Very serious exposition. Is it just the money? Or are you trying to start your own dirty little war somewhere? Wars. Wars. Wars, John. John, John. I mean, wars, they come and go. What? We did Nam, we lost. We did the Gulf, we won. Hey, what changed, John? Nothing. Nothing ever does. The only difference is who gets rich and who gets dead. Personally, John, I prefer rich. Arnold says, drop your gun. If you drop your gun now, I promise I won't kill you. Knife comes out of the belt, hits Khan in the forearm, and then physics are out the window because he tears off the plane door, and then he just sits next to the opening. You've got to clip the yell he makes when he jumps (laughs) to open the... (laughs) Yeah! God can't believe he nailed him with that cheap piece of mail order shit. Same amount of air in the airplane as when the guy shot himself earlier. Same hey, let, less, let less, less, less. Less. <laughs> Yo, let me just say right now, I won't lie. I'm thinking to myself, God, the only scene I remember from this movie was the one with the green lasers and the fucking house exploding and shit. Damn, man. Like, was that wrong? Was this movie not fire? Am I going to fold this movie? And then right when he jumps, he goes, ah, I knew right. the shit was taking off <laughs> in, in a positive direction. Zach, continue. Because- Hello, the bad guy number two, whenever he first opened the window, he was acting his ass off. He was. Oh, he was. <laughs> Big time. Arnold pulls down a parachute. There's more gunfighting. He sees the engine. Then he tears off a seat. And throws it through the engine, and now we've got an engine fire. <laughs> but he, oh, yeah. he's, he can't reach the parachute, and now he's hanging onto the wall of the plane as he's outside of it. Wait, 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 wait. The fiery engine behind him is just blazing. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> My caption said, "If you jump, you're going to your execution." But in real life, he said, "If you jump." You'll go through there like shit through a goose. 
<laughs> there is just some impeccable green screening. He's doing the classic Arnold grimace face. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! He grabs the parachute, throws it into the air, drops, and goes flying through the air to go to the go what? get a parachute. I wrote where the fuck did action movies go? Man. They could just do a parachute, just threw it out the window, <laughs> and, and said, I'm "I'll go, go after. get it." He pulled the action equivalent of of playing football with Randy Moss, right? Just right. throw it. I'll go get it. Doesn't matter where. Or and the so, action equivalent of Fortnite when you jump out the plane and find your <laughs> damn feet. <laughs> How's he going to get out of this one? When the parachute, because it's another parachute. What do you mean? How's he going to get I, out I, of this I, one? I knew he's going to get out of it. No way. How's he going to get out of it? The stuntman going to get out of it. You see the stuntman. Stuntman. Stuntman didn't look nothing like Arno. Of and the stuntman not. was following his ass off, struggling with that damn parachute how do you hire a fucking stuntman to be arnold like you can't do it <laughs> stuntman grabs the chute he puts it on with a bit of a struggle he pulls the ripcord and then james Kahn tells them to turn the plane around and take him out and i wrote this is perfect action nobody has done this i want his face all over this windshield <laughs> never <laughs> never in the history game of chicken with someone over in a plane there's a game of chicken with the airplane and the parachute. Arnold fires a gun <laughs> into the cockpit and blows the windshield out. The accuracy. It's the anger in his face as he sees the plane coming. He's like, fuck, they're going to hit me. Like, no, they're not. Pulls out his gun and unloads his clip. What's he unload? His clip. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not a stuntman. That's a marksman. How did his gun stay on his hip after jumping out the airplane? Finding the damn parachute, Juju, putting it on. Juju, when did he reload the gun? Because he was firing that <laughs> motherfucker in the plane. Juju, let me say this right now. Golden dumpster, that's how. <laughs> that's what I thought it was going to be. There's one other scene that I thought it might be, but that's what I assumed can't it be, would be. Can't be any, it can't be any other scene. There's no be. other scene. It, oh, it, I made it could be. different. Yeah, it I could made be. it different. They pull the plane out. The parachute gets wrapped around Arnold. He's untangling the chute. As he's crashing towards the ground, he releases it. Then he pulls the emergency chute, roughly one and a half seconds before crashing onto a car in a junkyard. I've always remembered this scene, and I love this. These two kids roll up to him, and this kid says, Oh, damn, did that hurt? That had to hurt. I saw it. Where is this? Earth. Welcome. That's great writing. Shout out to Independence Day released <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. And that was the little girl from uh, the Vernon Max show. Oh, is she? Was it? Yeah, no, isn't she? Baby girl, welcome to Cinefo. Arnold wants to take their dad's truck. The girl wants the parachute. Trade it for the truck, and her brother wants fifty dollars. That's an ass whooping and a half. They both oh, got. Boy, what? My car. So my question is: <laughs> He leaves with the truck. Did he kill the kids or did he pay them fifty dollars? We never see those kids again. You have been arrested. He said fifty dollars. Like you're out of your mind. He sold his daddy work truck for $50. They traced the number to an apartment in Chinatown. They've tracked all three cab drop-offs from that time. Khan says it's the Bronx Zoo. Yeah, can we talk about them getting the cab records of all the three solo women getting into cabs in that area? How are their records for that? You see what the budget was for Catwoman City? Oh, yeah. Now imagine the federal government. Kidding me? They got all kinds of shit there. 
Con calls the guy Dick Tracy. Get it? Because he traced the call. Arnold's driving like Helen Hunt trying to get to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as we mention Helen Hunt every episode, I'm good. Every so episode. yeah, that works. Bingo. Do people really go to the zoo at night like this? This feels like a daytime activity. And then <laughs> right after I hear an announcement, the zoo is closed in 10 minutes. I wrote, I guess not. How long has she been at the zoo? Like six hours? Yeah, the zoo was popping though. That shit was packed. Yeah, there were so many people there. A U.S. Marshal walks up to Vanessa. He's here to help. Arnold's on the way. She sees the other guys lurking. Must have shown the secret handshake. Grabs his hand and shoots him in the leg and runs off. <laughs> that bitch just shot me. <laughs> You the secret handshake. This bullet in your ass is the secret handshake. John gets there, tells them to close it off. The monkeys rat out where she is, and they go chasing after her. Arnold drives the truck into the gate. Two agents fire recklessly. They light up the truck, and then when they check it, he's not there. He's already gone. Call back from earlier. Sonny shot up the car like God. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> revenge tour. He flipped it on him. And then Khan just looks around and says, he's here. I want someone to say this about me when they think I'm somewhere. Zach's here. That's what I want. <laughs> Vanessa escapes into the reptile house. They're shooting recklessly at her, saying it doesn't have to be like this. She's, she's out of bullets. back. Yeah. She, is, she has a lot of balls. It was like, it don't got to be like this. She just start busting, like multiple shots, and then it goes click, click, and she looks like the gun, like the gun broke somehow. Like what? <laughs> the six shooter ran out of bullets. She's out of bullets, and then Arnold busts through, dives through the air to fire his gun. She says, "You're late." He says, "Traffic." And I say, "Banter." Banter. Chekhov's alligator is lurking in the background. <laughs> It was Wesley Snipes died, but he would have broke both his collarbones in real life. That was a hard ass marble floor. It was. <laughs> She's out of bullets. He only has two rounds left. The guy who's who got shot in the leg is like doing this squat walk. I was like, what the fuck is he? <laughs> Iron Man? Like, how you got shot in the leg? You can't squat. You should call back. Arnold shoots out a giant glass panel that's housing crocodiles, and we have the CGI gator attack to which Maze, you know what I said? We built these strikies. We built these strikies on CGI. Have they fed these crocodilies at all? Because they come out ready to eat these animals. Ready to eat. The crocodilies are out here starving. Like, Jesus. It's about Arm ripped off. Head taken off. Crocs are dominating the human. <laughs> they almost take out Arnold and Vanessa. Arnold kicks him in the mouth, throws a podium at him. And my next note is, run serpentine, you idiot. He's just running a straight line. <laughs> Grabs the gun, shoots it in the mouth and says, Your luggage. Golden dumpster. <laughs> and, and by the way, Me. when he said it, I wrote, We killed these dillies. We killed these dillies with Just another reminder, three years after Jurassic Park. What do you mean? Was there a difference? Jurassic Park did a better job of depicting extinct animals that have been gone for hundreds of millions of years than Eraser did depicting animals that exist right now today, three years after Jurassic Park came out. For $100 million. That was the other thing I thought was going to be a golden dumpster for Amin. I couldn't tell the time in the movie. I thought it was either the airplane or it was going to be the crocodiles. I enjoyed that scene, but not not quite... Firing the gun at the 
James Coburn doesn't believe Khan that Arnold's dirty. You don't like him just kicking the alligator in the face? <laughs> crocodile, be respectful, you dick. It's an alligator. It's a crocodile. <laughs> it's an alligator. You say alligator, I say crocodile. Nice. It might it might have been an alligator, but after a while, it's a crocodile. <laughs> No friends, no family, nothing to keep Arnold honest. Coburn can't rationalize it. Khan says Vanessa's in it with him. Coburn accepts what Khan's saying. Do whatever it takes to bring him in, but bring him in alive. And Khan has a look on his face. It is not a good poker face for a green. This is like, I'm not. Oh, my God. Dying. Look, Golden Dumpster nominee number two for me. The way he looked back, like Scooby-Doo looking at clues. He was like, bring him back alive. And he would look like, <laughs> alive? Where do they do that? Locked up. I want this guy locked up so tight it'll make his balls ache. Whose balls? The city? <laughs> Tension. Does the city have the balls? Are we talking about Arnold's balls? Getting all swollen with a light blue hue to them. When they left the zoo, Arnold jumped through the window bareback. A minimum of second-story window. Back first with Vanessa Williams. <laughs> Arnold calls Coburn and tries to dime out Khan. Coburn says to come in, and their agent that says he's the shooter, he'll call back when he has proof. Arnold says they're on their own, can't stay on the run for long. They need hard evidence. She shows him the extra disc. But next position. He tells her the reporter friend is dead, and I wrote she's not acting her ass off once again. She's really struggling <laughs> through these emotions. He said, it's not you are a fault. And I'm like, it is absolutely her fault. 100% her fault. She called her. She called her. Like, what what do you think the shit was, man? Oh, the government could tap my phone? Called her and then said, yeah, I probably shouldn't be saying this on this phone line. (laughs) You know better. The priest appears out of thin air, tells Arnold they're in the clear. But he didn't used to be a priest. He's a former witness, and Arnold has more former witnesses than Charlie Sheen has investigative reports. (laughs) Oh, it's not even that, Maze. It's that you got a witness and you put him in Witsec. In New York fucking city? Right. Mass like, church? <laughs> you put yeah. him in like the, like, you might as well have just taken out an ad in the paper. And just I like, mean, hey. you know where the mob goes? To church. <laughs> like they're Catholic, right? Oh, wait a second. So he had to give up women to be a priest and enter Witsec? You can kill me, mobsters. Right. I'll take my chances. Got a Carl um, Weathers mustache. <laughs> also, him and Vanessa Williams were talking about it's the only way we do get the proof to go back to whatever the name of that company is, uh, Skynet or whatever, and, and get it. And Sorry. she says, that place is a fortress. We can't go back there. They, they'd expect us. I'd hate to disappoint them. <laughs> oh, my God. When he said that line, file. <laughs> He was looking down and he looked up at her. I'd hate to disappoint them. I was like, oh, yeah, file. Take the priest car. They pull up. He walks into said, a drag queen saw, burlesque so, show. No, before we get there, like the outside of the club, I see people walking outside. I'm like, the club attire. These motherfuckers got vests on and shit. I was like, the fuck is that? Like, then I was like, it is the 90s. I don't know. Yo, this is the same year as the birdcage. <laughs> yeah. And then walked in. And then I was like, oh. And then you heard- club. Never yeah, mind. It's raining, man. It's raining, it's raining man. Uh, which still, well, I, I'm going to tell you something. For all of our gay listeners, y'all south, must south. be so glad. A hard why like, on that. That was a hard why. Gay. All, all of our gay listeners, I, I want to say this. Y'all must be so happy 
that like the 90s are over because for a strong 25 years, whenever you wanted to let people know that this is a gay club, the song that was playing was, it's raining, man. Hallelujah. It's a, that's the song. That's how, how will we know that they're gay? Say it's raining men. They'll all be excited about it. Like, there's so many songs. So many songs. They picked that so one. So to my dad and, I don't know, maybe the one other gay listener that we have out there, please let us know. Your dad listens? Oh, yeah. So wait, yeah. so your parent listens. And, and uh, Zach, I forgot your name. I was going to call you Waz, and then I was going to call you Trey. What? And I was going to call you Jerv. <laughs> Black I went through every bitch. Yeah, exactly. Zach. Zach, I forgot your name. Welcome to Cinephobe. <laughs> that your mom or your both your parents? My mom listens. My dad, I guess, occasionally in the car if she's got it on, but it's my mom that's listening. Yeah, my like my parents. I no, I, I don't even want them to know this podcast exists. <laughs> Why? I mean, would you hate to disappoint them? Johnny is the bartender. I got one question for you. Was it your idea to hook me up with the village people here? Well, you're safe, aren't you? Uh, well, from the mob, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no self-respecting wise guy would ever be caught dead in a joint like this. Do me one favor. Don't let on that I'm straight. Don't want to break any hearts. <laughs> Arnold needs help. Weird gay banter ensues. They want Johnny to help him break into Cyrus. He gets in the car, and again, with the three-person first-row car. Love it, man. All we're going to need is some tanks, a couple of rocket launchers, and a set of balls like the King of Bayonne. Like the King of Bayonne. You guys describe what he's saying, but in my notes, all it says is Italian exposition. The Italian exposition. He got in the car, and he was like, you want me to help you break into Cyrus? I thought you wanted to help moving the sofa. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you left your job to help somebody move their sofa. <laughs> you were oh, real friend. Like Arnold couldn't just move the sofa by himself. Come on, man. Exactly. He gives them some Alka-Seltzers. They pull it to the hospital. He walks off. Khan gets picked up from a park bench in D.C. Secretary says that this isn't good enough. Can't cancel the shipment. What do they do with 10 tons of weaponry that isn't supposed to exist? He is the undersecretary of exposition, after all. I'm the eyes and the ears of your world, gentlemen. I'm telling you, there's too much heat. These are not the kind of people you cancel on! Get the guns out of the country tonight or you're dead, James Khan. He thinks Arnold will show up to Cyrus. Only one way to check the disc in the vault. Johnny shows up as a pizza delivery guy, and Johnny is acting his ass off. Yes, sir. I got a bad heart and a very good lawyer, all right? I got a piece of a blevins. <laughs> Marshall search Johnny. He sneaks in that Alka-Seltzer after uh, claiming he has a bad heart and a good lawyer, and he's having a seizure. They take him to the infirmary and call an ambulance. And that's when Arnold and Vanessa show up in the ambulance. Which one of you morons ordered a pizza? Somebody tell Blevins his pizza's getting cold out there. <laughs> <laughs> so they take him to the infirmary. Johnny's messing with the heart monitor. And now they think he's crashing. Is that Catherine Manheim? Cameron Manheim, repeat offender, baby. I wish I knew how to quit you. They defibrillate him twice. Arnold stops before a third time. Johnny's pissed. And she goes, oh my gosh, Terrorist! You want terror? Huh? You want some freaking terror? You want some freaking terror? Get your ass up here. I'll jump start it. Was she the worst nurse ever? He literally saying, I'm up. Stop yeah. shocking me. And she did it two more times. Arnold tells Johnny to secure the infirmary. Security notices the disc is running. It's impossible. They swarm the vault. 
code didn't work. Yeah, shout out to this ponytail nerd randomly becoming very important in this part of the movie. She was to keep that with the shotgun. Oh, clear my ass. What a terrible security system. Right. All this shit, oh. and you could just bust that shit over with a, a shotgun? Holy moly, we wrote the same oh note. Oh my right? god, bro! You, I, I wrote the, the same, same note, note too! <laughs> Nobody's in the vaulted area. Remote terminal has to be the way. Khan attacks the head of security. Things people take for granted, like the ability to chew solid food. <laughs> They're gonna scan each terminal one by one. Sh- where do you shoot someone to not kill them, but make sure they can't chew solid food? Across the jaw. In the medulla obligata. <laughs> also that Arnold says they have five or six minutes until they trace him they're trying to break Donahue's code he left himself a back door federal investigators <laughs> want to talk to building security never, get the chopper did ready they, did they ever describe how they figured out you don't have to be in that special room to access the thing so Donahue James Cromwell who killed himself left himself a back door <laughs> And the back door was that you can do it from the infirmary or from anywhere? You can do it from his office because in the butt. he created oh. the system. Sirius paid $52 million. There's a Russian mafia cartel to, dude. He's one of the Howard guys. Stern. Bad news! <laughs> <laughs> the guy looks like Yanni. God threatens a scanner. Arnold finds a delivery for tonight. A thousand EM guns. Are they insane? If these things get offshore... There will be a whole new era of world terrorism. They discover it's Donahue's office. They hack the computer and start to erase the disc. And then it just says on the screen, you've just been erased. Why? They wrote it. They wrote it. Arnold knocks a dude out with a chair, uses him as a shield, pulls a grenade pin, kicks him in the elevator of guards. Explosion. Street weapons, those grenades, you know. Arnold's taking them all on with a single gun, tells Vanessa to meet him at the ambulance. Security doors lock down. Khan captures Vanessa on the other side of the door, and that's when Arnold shoots the sprinkler and opens it up <laughs> to the fire escape. No, 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 no. First, Khan and Arnold shoot at each other through bulletproof glass, empty each other's clips, right? right. Well, there's no ricochet, nothing. And then when it's like click, 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 they both do the Vanessa Williams. They stare at their guns in disbelief, like, oh, it doesn't work? <laughs> this reminded me of Phantom Menace when you've got oh yeah Qui Gon and Obi Wan just staring yes. at, at Darth Maul through the the force field and Darth Maul is just pacing like a lion pacing. in the zoo. Oh my yeah. god! But meanwhile, Qui Gon he's meditating. He's thinking about oh, how he has him. a specific set of skills and he will use them to get his daughter back. Spoiler alert: We're playing by my rules now. You're playing both sides. <laughs> He chases him to the roof and the chopper is taken off. And then my next note is, so Arnold's just going to fight his way back down that high security building, huh? <laughs> nope. Cut to the ambulance. Pulls up in the forest. Wait, he didn't get through the chopper in time? <laughs> it was a poop stain helicopter, too. It was a dirt-ass helicopter. It was. It was Johnny's, dirty. <laughs> Johnny says not to give him this I work alone shit. Weren't for you, my tongue would be hanging on a wall like a freaking trout. And I immediately, I immediately imagine... His tongue on the wall, singing, take me to the river, <laughs> drop me in the water. <laughs> I was thinking about the, give me back my filet fish. <laughs> give me that fish. It's going to bang it, too. His cousin Tony runs the docks if the shipment's there. Oh, find it. oh my cousin Tony. Oh, he runs the docks. And I wrote, good Lord. I'm so sorry, Italian-Americans. I'm so sorry. Now we get Doc's position. Some guy named Infantino didn't pay. 
Johnny walks into the doc office and surprises Tony Two Toes. He said, tell that fat fuck Tony Two Toes, I ain't gonna pay him another dime. I know that voice, but it can't be him. Unless he's a ghost. Boo. No, he says boo. Exposition in a <laughs> Oh, who's the tree truck? <laughs> and I've never seen this before, guys, but little Mike is fat as fuck. <laughs> My next bunch of notes. Hey, Mr. 60 Minutes hey. over here. Hey. Oh, hey. Something I don't know. It's going to happen tonight on You Are Dogs. That's a spicy meatball. That I did not know. Gravy. Gabagool. Danilo Gallinari. Joe DiMaggio. Which, by the way, Johnny said when he delivered the pizza, he described a fucking pizza as Morte Bene. There's a terrorist talking to Khan and wants to know why Vanessa is there. And Khan just basically says some horrible things like international waters means you can do whatever you want with her. International waters. He's like, I think what I like and I do what I like. Yo. Like, look, James Khan is a villain. He can't be this villainous. There have to be some boundaries here. Hey. Keep your heads up and your assholes puckered. We're playing by my rules now. Johnny and the Italians <laughs> walk over to the restricted area. They're loading a ship without union labor. These guys have to be winded already, by the way, before the fight. Like, just, none of these guys are in shape. They, they, this isn't going to go well. Shit. They are remarkably effective, though. Arnold sneaks in as the security argues with Italians. It's a matter of national security. Are you threatening us? Arnold drops about 30 feet to take on two guys who just start firing oh their guns at him. Oh, he does a jump. spinning front flip <laughs> to get the drop on the guys. It reminded me of Carl Weathers. <laughs> of Action Jackson. I mean, just the entrance from above. It did, it did remind me of Action Jackson because he, he didn't just jump down. He no. fucking flipped and spun and spiraled and then what? somehow landed behind them. And yeah. at first I was like, Yo, the dude's up there. You guys have machine guns. There's no way you could miss them. But then by the time he landed behind them, I was like, maybe you could have. 360 backflip from 30. From 30. <laughs> you know what I mean? Carrying a gun straight out of Jim Cotter. And then Jim Cotter. Highly, highly trained national security feds, right? Lose to a bunch of fat-ass Italians with bats. Nobody screws with the union. <laughs> Railguns are searching for Arnold. It targets a cat, which allows Arnold to see the green light. Then the Italians have an exchange, an Italian banter. This is amazing. There they are, commie bastards. Well, actually, they're not communists anymore. They're a federation of liberated states. Don't make me hurt you, Mikey. Thanks, little Mike. Banter. Sal wants to take the snipers on the crane out. They target Arnold, and he avoids the charge. And then they're just shooting the fuck out of this hangar. Oh, my God. And he gets gets trampled by some falling debris, I guess. I don't know, because the CGI was so bad, I couldn't tell what happened. Right. The appeal of this gun is that it's got this scope that can go through walls and shit. X-ray. But then they just start shooting it like crazy. It's got X-ray. Right. Why not? Because the ghost bullets, whatever, are so powerful. Why are you trying to aim? Oh, the light speed aluminum rounds? <laughs> Just fucking light that shit up. Yeah. Right. It reminded think- me of the 2016 Warriors when they were shooting that guy. <laughs> They'll be down 30 points. That's when the green gun was shooting. 
They down 30 points right now. But I just know in my heart that Steph's going to shoot 10 threes at, with a minute left. And Arnold was Steph and the Italian guys was trying to play. <laughs> Is Tony Tutos Draymond or? <laughs> He's Anderson Bears now, okay? Let's be honest. <laughs> he lonely. <laughs> I wrote, this is a big movie for shrapnel going through people. Oh, you know all I wrote, Zach? Action. Exclamation point. <laughs> His gun's jammed. He throws the gun to distract the snipers. Bad guy picks up the gun. The sniper takes him out. And he pulls <laughs> the shrapnel out of his leg and stabs the guy with it. Stop right there. Golden Dumpster nominee number three. <laughs> he got a stripper pole going through his leg. <laughs> and he pulled it out and used it as a weapon. And walk off. <laughs> he, he got some shrapnel through his hand no more than 36 hours prior. Using it like it's fine. Not, Not a peep. peep. Not I'm even a bandage him. anymore, by the way. He's fucking Wolverine. Terminator prequel? <laughs> Is Arnold a sh- super shredder? Did I misunderstand everything like, about this movie? <laughs> Because he had a stripper pole going through his leg. It was a big-ass fucking... Yeah, it was big. And he was kicking ass again. Oh, my God. Four guards come in. Arnold's hiding under the floor in the crawl space. They shoot two guys through the floor, burst out of the wood floor. Like Free Willy! (laughs) Breaking through shooting, and then shooting, and then double With the new guns. He picks up the new guns. He accelerated out of the ground onto another level of the floor and he just took a stripper pole out of it his looked, leg. It looked like that video of the defensive lineman that jumped out of a pool onto the ledge. That's right. what. That's how he rose out of that wood floor. Miles Garrett. <laughs> he talks to Khan on the walkie-talkie says, they missed. They missed. I'll be right out. I'll be right out. <laughs> They lo- unload on that hangar. Vanessa's trying to escape from the chair with the terrorist. She grabs a pot of coffee, busts him in the head. Villains always have a pot of coffee going. They you love coffee, that? man. That's how they you got to be villainous at night. Ain't oh. one bad guy had good enough aim to shoot Arnold yet. And mind you, Juju, they're using these super guns that are like cannons. Right. You don't even got to hit him. You just <laughs> fucking light the whole building up. You got to hit it. Like something's got to hit him by mistake. Something. Arnold marches out with two EMP guns blazing, blowing everybody the fuck up. He's shooting recon trucks. Two guns. One for each of you. The sniper's looking for the Italians. Sal shoots a guy through the eye. Turned him into a gabagool, huh? That's some shout out to a Vietnam sniper that was apparently famous for shooting people through the scope. They're firing after Vanessa. Truck comes driving through. Arnold launches it into the water with the guns. Now Khan has Vanessa on a shipping container. He says, drop the guns. He puts them down. He shoots Arnold in the shoulder. Then he pulls the crate higher on the crane. Arnold then runs up the dock, jumps onto the container. Mind you, as Juju said, just had a stripper pole through his leg. (laughs) He climbs up it as the Italians come up in a bulldozer. Oops, pal, surprise, the other fellow. And they are firing recklessly out of that thing. Here's my question. (laughs) Who's maneuvering the loader? (laughs) All the guys are in the scoop. There's nobody left. I tell you, maneuvering it. The golden dumpster is maneuvering it. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold and Khan now fight on the container. It's swinging all over the place. 
crowbar to Arnold's stomach. Khan's just beating the shit out of him. Vanessa reaches for a gun as Arnold starts choking Khan out on one of the chains. But then she goes sliding off. Arnold has to catch her. Now James Khan's going for the gun. Yes, Vanessa grabbed the ladder. Say goodbye, John. He says goodbye. And he breaks off the chain with the crowbar. The container goes crashing to the ground with the two of them. No, it doesn't go crashing immediately. James Conn watches the chain run out. Like, what? What? Instead of just <laughs> shooting. never thinks to shoot him. <laughs> 30 seconds of chains. Uh, a helicopter shows up searching for people. It's James Coburn. Conn is being crushed by some metal. Ask for help. Don't let him go out like this. Arnold starts to lift it off and then catches the gun as Khan tries to shoot him. He, he basically, he Arnold, this is where I think Arnold was tired because he's just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> he didn't have it in him for one more thing. <laughs> Chopper says to drop the gun. Coburn sees all the EMP guns. Feds grab Khan as they run by Arnold and Coburn thanks Arnold. Vanessa runs to him. His arm and his leg and his hand just have to be fucked at this point. Cut to a courthouse. Undersecretary has been indicted for treason. So is Khan. I admit to patriotism. He's is this motherfucker Ted Cruz? And also, Arnold Schwarzenegger has an arm brace on, but no leg brace because yeah. he just had a stripper pole <laughs> through his leg. He ain't even on crutches. It's clean through and through, Juju. He took a bullet through the shoulder and then caught onto a shipping container one-handed and pulled himself up. And that fair, same the, hand had a nail through it. I was say, to be fair, to be fair, he caught the shipping container with the other arm, the arm that had the hand that had a nail through it like 36 hours earlier. But that's just says they're going to get away with it. She couldn't have done it without Arnold watching over her. Undersecretary says to keep his mouth shut when he's uh, talking to the press and Khan says it'll never go to trial without her testimony. Then she gets in a van and it explodes. Massive fucking explosion. Escape <laughs> through a sewer grate. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Before I saw them crawl through the sewer, the thing explodes and everyone's going like, oh. And I wrote, Gene Parmesan. <laughs> How do they keep falling for the same thing over and over? <laughs> Like, how do y'all fall for it? You know this, that's what the dude does. He fakes people's uh, ass for a living. With this bitch gone, we could spin doctor ourselves cleaner than Mother Teresa with the G-Dog on the fly tip. That's what the pussy. I wrote, James Conn channels his inner Amin by saying, with this bitch gone. <laughs> fuck her family, fuck her friends, I'll kill them one by one. They think the other was responsible for the van explosion. Then the limo stops abruptly on train tracks. Johnny was driving. Car gets locked up. Phone rings. It's for Khan. And Arnold says, You've just been erased. Ah, ah, he said it. He said it. And now the train's coming. I wrote, Is this a train movie? They can't get out of the limo. Plows through the limo. She says, What happened? And he says, They caught a train. Roll credits. And that was the only time I said, Maybe there's a second golden dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> because. The movie's over, but they decided, you know what? One more. <laughs> and then I freaked out because Arnold's name in the credits is Eraser? What? <laughs> His name is John Kruger. Oh, they, they credited him. <laughs> no one called him Eraser the whole movie. Oh, he was Eraser. The, the, Come on. The word Eraser, because I spent the whole movie waiting for it. The word yeah. Eraser is never uttered. Erased is the closest you get. I kept thinking he was going to say at one point, I'm the eraser. I'm the eraser. I erase things. <laughs> take his gents. We take things. <laughs> the free fall. 
Arnold did do free fall of about <laughs> 65 feet. He was harnessed into a piece of stunt technology called a descender rig. Directly afterwards, the director, Chuck Russell, told Arnold that there had been something wrong with the camera and the scene had to be repeated. However, he immediately revealed it to be a prank as to not upset Arnold any further. Arnold premiered the film at the Olympic Village in Atlanta, Georgia during the 1996 Olympic Games. And now some cinefeud trivia. What band performed a live concert before the film was shown? Uh, mean? I think it was Rob Thomas and that guy with the guitar? <laughs> Rascal Flatts. <laughs> <laughs> A very 20th century bitch band. Goo Goo Dolls. You knew that. Yeah, I knew. That's, I saw it. But that's a great name. I, like, even if you had guessed it, I would be like, yo, that's a great ass guess because. Because I don't want the world. <laughs> Just happened there. I don't want to understand when everything's meant. To when Amin started singing there, it was the same noise that Arnold made to pull the The producers, I mean, knowing the Goo Goo Dolls over Rob Thomas and that guy with the guitar is a huge upset. Huge. The producer originally filmed a romantic ending, but it didn't didn't test well with audiences. I bet it didn't. Because my note was, why didn't they kiss at the end? And now we know why. In the 1990s, a white guy and a black woman didn't test well with the audience. Problematic. Chuck Russell looks back fondly on his experience making the film. It's a crowd pleaser. It's still fun to watch. James Kahn recalled, Arnold and I had fun. We did that macho stuff, but we were always poking fun at it, too. Uh-uh. I don't like that. Kind of Me shit. neither. <laughs> Two walk-on parts went for $4,500 each at a planned Hollywood auction in 1995. 20th century, bitch. I like to imagine Amino Hassan sitting there. Beating up this walk-on roll, uh, staring at Robert Sarver across the way, trying to flex. $4,500 going once. Don't you dare. $4,500 going <laughs> twice. You motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, and yet that still is cheaper than what I fucking paid for God damn it. One scene used animatronic CGI and real alligators. Which scene was that, you guys? I don't know. <laughs> There's not the a pl- real alligator in this movie. Plain. <laughs> the crew called them crocagators because they were a combination of gators and crocs, Zach. So we can bury the hatchet on that one. See, you call it alligator, I call it crocodile. After a while, Arnold calls it luggage. The luggage. Rick Flair calls them shoes. Well, I mainly eat out of a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> I should try that. I need some new dresses. Don't. <laughs> or if you do, stay away from the one in Ocean and Wilshire. That's mine. Seriously. Stay out of it. Golden Dumpster nominees. The plane sequence. What the hell happened there? You want to talk about a combination of animatronic CGI and real planes? That's what that was. The kids in the scrapyard welcoming him to Earth. The bloodthirsty zoo alligators. Khan's look when Coburn wants him alive. Arnold pulling the shrapnel stripper pole out of his leg and stabbing another guy. Arnold firing two EM guns at the same time. The Union guys getting lifted in the loader. I admit to patriotism from James Kahn. You've just been erased. And Amin choosing to see this movie over Independence Day. Juju, our guest, what is your golden dumpster, sir? 
Ah, man. My golden dumpster is the look on James Conn's face <laughs> whenever the sergeant told him to bring Arnold in alive. <laughs> Final answer. I mean, there were strong candidates that presented themselves as the movie went along, but no, nah, man. Him floating down in the parachute thinking, oh, that's an amazing fucking escape. I jumped out of a burning plane and caught a parachute and put it on and managed to unfurl it while like everything went down. Finally, I get to relax a bit. And he turns and he sees the plane making a U-turn and the look <laughs> of shock on his face. And then as it's coming closer, him pulling out the gun and just unfucking loading on them. And for some reason, the pilot thinking, the only way I can avoid this is by swerving out of the way. No, that is clearly the golden dumpster. I'm going to say, you know what? I was going to go with that for Golden Dumpster, but I've changed my mind. It's the Italians shooting out of the bulldozer just out of nowhere. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. I have to choose Amin declaring this movie better than Independence Day in 1996. Oh <laughs> Yo, Maze, it's one thing to go into it saying this is going to be way better. And then you double down afterwards. You're like, no, this is it. The double down. I'm like, oh. Great investment. Oh, my God. And then you didn't see it for three months. Who picked it? I picked it, motherfucker, right? You did indeed pick it, motherfucker. This is a movie Amin and I have been wanting to do for a while. We wanted to see if it held up. We thought it would be a great cinephobe entry. I have no reason to kick this thing around and pretend that it's not a file. It's a file. I knew it was going to be a file when we picked it, and I knew... It was going to be a file halfway through. I knew it was going to be a file when he shot the windshield out. I knew it was going to be a file when the Italians were there. I knew it was going to be a file when he said, he got a train. It's a file. (laughs) Most definite file for me, especially when he came in talking about Blevins. That filed it for me. (laughs) Everything (laughs) to Blevins was like... (laughs) I mean... Oh, it's a file for me, man. I've been a file in 1996. You know, goddamn well, it's a file in 2021. Maze? This movie took 55 minutes before anything happened. <laughs> 55 minutes into this movie, I was like, what the fuck? It could have been 30 minutes shorter, easy. What are we doing? He takes a detour to go across the country for James Conn to kiss some random woman that he kills? <laughs> We're agreeing with each other way too much on this podcast. This would be seven straight, everybody agrees. All of our guests are cowards. All they do is come on and file it. We need somebody to come on and phobe. What? A pick. This is a phobe. We just watched Action Jackson. This movie could not hold Action Jackson's sweaty jock strap after he ran a track and field meet. I feel like that was directed straight into my nostrils, and now I take that personal. I am not a coward. I will get that twelve dollars you owe me. <laughs> Anytime I want me to come back, whatever movie you do, Anthony Mays, I want to be a part of that one because I want to critique your goddamn movie. Well, come back next week, Juju Gotti, because we will be reviewing the challenge accepted. Batman and Robin. Oh, Can't wait. Oh. oh, chill out. Next time we make love, you introduce me to Jade.
whenever y'all theme music be going on, it be like, dun, 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 dun. Every time I be doing Michael Jackson shit in it, and that shit go hard, it be like, Yo, Rob. Yo, I mean, what's the biggest complaint I always have whenever we record these podcasts? Besides Jerv being too sleepy, um, I think it's you forget to name a couple of things. You always want to talk about some extra stuff. Oh, man. It's the worst feeling in the world. When we get done and we say cut and I'm sending the files to Rob and I say, shit, I forgot we were going to talk about this topic or that topic. Well, guess what? We're not going to have those problems anymore. If you go ahead and download the stereo app that's right go to stereo.com slash darth amin and make sure you are linked and subscribe to us and we're going to talk about all of the different things that i always forget about this is a great app every time you guys are listening to this pod you say oh i wish i could chime in but you're listening to our pod you can never chime in it's pre-recorded guess what with stereo you're able to to have your voice heard you can ask real-time questions about either the pod episode we recorded or whatever we're talking about at the time it's great it's a forum for you to listen to your favorite podcasters that'll be me and art yours truly all at the count the things network and we're gonna be out here gonna do this regularly multiple times a week just hop on stereo download the app Subscribe, follow Darth the Mean, follow Talk Hoops, follow Trayvon, follow Big Waz, all of us. You know who we are. You search for us on the stereo app, you will find us and subscribe to us and be a part of these conversations real time. Have the ability to ask the questions that you want to ask. Stop us when we're on some bullshit, as we are frequently. And of course, catch some content that goes above and beyond what you listen to in the podcast you already love again that is the stereo app you can follow me stereo.com slash darth amin you can look up everybody else by their handles their handles are all the same as what we have on social media you join us multiple times a week i love stereo i'm on the app talking all the time follow me and get notified every time i go live